Good afternoon, Woke fam. It's Scott here from Woke Society as well, ladies and gentlemen. The big question was asked yesterday from the mainstream media to Trump about QAnon, and he did not disappoint with his response. What was his response? We will cover that and also discuss why Joe Biden bought an island that used to be a submarine holding station, and this island also just so happened to be very close to Epstein's island. Do you want to know who knew how to operate a submarine? Just take a wild guess. That guess would be Ghislaine Maxwell. I got all the sauce today, Patriots, but first, let's just hear a word from our sponsor. Please join Pilled.net today, a free, uncensored platform for sharing topics and truth. Since Pilled.net is a true, uncensored platform, you will not be banned for posting anything that other social media sites will ban you for. Please use any link that you can find and test out our topic creation tool. You can filter the content that you're seeing by choosing the filter up at the top by selecting top, hot, or recent. Alternatively, you can use the multimedia filter to see videos or just images. At Pilled.net, you can use hashtags to categorize your topics, such as hashtag Kids Lives Matter, which is a movement anyone can support. Use our commenting system to let others know your thoughts and opinions on their posts. With our topic creation tool, you can dynamically create topics with as many links or media as you'd like and then embed them directly into your post. Please join Pill.net because without you, we are nothing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you guys for allowing me to play my sponsor there. Go check them out. They're right below on the main screen here. You can see it. Pill.net. It's a free platform a brand new social media platform, which we're going to talk about today because Facebook purged a lot of accounts and groups. And in that purge was also my personal account and my business account for Woke Societies, which was all deleted yesterday. So we have a lot to cover. We're going to be talking about, again, why we're all doing this, why I left my job to go do this. We're going to talk about Q. We're going to talk about Trump handling all this stuff. But first, guys, I just want you to remember exactly what we're fighting against and what we're up against. So I'm going to play this video and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. As Democrats, what are we fighting for? For the workers, for the dreamers, and asylum seekers, for those with disabilities, for seniors, for safer schools, neighborhoods, and communities, for a secure retirement, for opportunity, for our country. We are the party of the people. We are Democrats. Let's do this, people. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow.
I am pumped. Guys, it's been an emotional roller coaster for me the last couple of days, but dear Lord. Getting attacked. Getting attacked. I was, uh, my head was hitting the platform on Facebook. Of all the platforms I could have taken a hit on, it was definitely Facebook, but doesn't feel good anyways to be attacked. I lost all my pictures, uh, uh, my son, my family, and a bunch of other stuff. So we're going to get into all this. We're going to get into all of it today. So right off the top of the episode, I want to talk about what happened yesterday with Trump. We, Me and Methods were talking about it yesterday on his show. I'm talking about Kayla McKenney getting the question asked again from the reporter. And it really wasn't uh, the question that everyone was really looking for because um, we saw Trump get asked the question uh, two days ago, and Trump did not have want anything to do with the uh, the QAnon stuff, and he completely over over just completely ignored the question and kept carrying on. Well, it happened again yesterday, and we and this is why you guys got to listen to us. We were calling it from a mile away. We knew the mainstream media once they started to scratch this, they were going to keep scratching and getting digger, uh, deeper and deeper, and they're going to keep poking the bear. And it happened again yesterday. Trump was asked about QAnon and he gave a response. And again, my boy Methods had the sound clips as he always does uh, from the presser yesterday. So we're going to start off right at the top with this because it's so important and really it should be a cause for celebration for everybody here. So this is the first video and we're going to watch, watch this one right now. Take a watch. During the pandemic, uh, the QAnon movement has been, appears to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much. <laughs> He's got, of course, it's just, it's great. It's typical Trump. Keep watching. Uh, which I appreciate, but I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity and from what i've hear it's these are people that when they watch the streets of portland when they watch what happened in new york city in just the last six or seven months but this was starting even four years ago when i came here almost four years can you believe it uh these are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like portland and places like chicago and new york and other cities and states and uh I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me and they also would like to see problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. And if they can't, we will send in all of the federal whether it's troops or law enforcement, whatever they'd like, we'll send them in, we'll straighten out their problem in 24 hours or less, okay? So that was the first question. You're going to hear the second one because it's even more intense. But you you guys heard what he just said. He didn't he didn't disavow. He didn't cast doubt on it. He didn't cast negativity on it. He didn't do any of that stuff. He simply said, of course, being Trump, being Trump, says, well, I hear these people, they, they all like me. <laughs> And they want a lot of the same, I'm paraphrasing now, but they want a lot of the same things that, that I really want as far as the city is being destroyed and all these Antifa and leftists out there. They, it looks like we're on the same page. That's what I took away from this. And Trump was going to, again, move on to a different reporter, but that's not what happened. This other question, this is the one right here that everyone was getting up in arms about. Take a watch. The theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound like something 
you are behind? Or well, I haven't, I haven't heard that, but uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? <laughs> I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are, actually. We're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. The rest of the world would follow. That's the importance of this country. And when you look at some of the things that these people are saying with uh, defund the police and no borders, open borders, everybody just pour right into our country, no testing, no nothing. You know, you talk about testing, no testing. Uh, Mexico, as you know, has a very high rate of infection. The wall is now going to be next week 300 miles long. Uh, our numbers are extraordinary on the border. Had that, and this is through luck, perhaps, more than talent, although the talent is getting it built when one party refuses to allow it. You don't hear talk about the wall anymore. But I will say this. Um, we need strength in our country, not weakness. Too much weakness. Yes, John. And that was the answer to that question. And there is another quote that he that uh, that was not in that video that I'm going to bring up as well. But he literally looked at that reporter and said, "No, I haven't heard about all the satanic and pedophilia stuff. But really, if someone, you know, I'm again, I'm paraphrasing. If that if that was happening, is that really a bad thing? If someone was trying to stop it?" Guys, it's a it's a reason to celebrate and a reason why it's reinvigorated the movement hearing this. And I know a lot of the other anons that I speak to and that I'm that I'm friends with. Um, we it, it was a celebration yesterday. It was a celebration yesterday because Trump, if he wanted to, he could have squashed it. The whole entire movement, everything that I that we're all doing here, that I'm doing here, he could have squashed it like that, and it would have been done. It would have been over. Trump's playing it soft. He knows what's going on here. He knows a huge, a huge part of his base is believes in QAnon. And again, everyone has varying opinions on QAnon where we don't all believe the same things. And that's what people love to do. They love to take the mainstream, uh, mainstream, uh, mainstream media narrative and paint us with the broad, with the broad stroke as all crazy, psycho racist that we incite violence, all these other things, all these things, right? But that's not the case at all. There is a small group that is absolutely nuts and they make us all look bad, which we come into contact with on every single day. But it's a very extremely small percentage of this of this movement that we're in. And that's what people need to realize. And Trump could have crushed it right there and then, but he didn't. He didn't. So this is going to set up events for the coming future. And the mainstream media, the mainstream media is their narrative. They, they don't care about Q. They don't care about this movement. We know what they're setting up. Something is going to come down the pipe any day now, maybe next week. We'll see. Something's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. Something will, is going to happen. It's going to get tied into our movement, and it's going to be negative press on Trump. That is where this is going. So I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy. This is definitely something to celebrate. A reporter asked, imagine a conspiracy theory ending up getting questions in a White House secretary to a president. This has never happened before. Never happened before. Look how far we have come, patriots. They can't deny us anymore. Big tech can't deny us anymore. We are too much of a threat. We are too much of an enemy to these people. And we're seeing why the only way they can stop us now is to completely erase us. 
And that's what happened yesterday. We're going to get into that in just a moment. But talking about this and seeing this happen, it just it, it lit a fire underneath my ass. And I, why I'm so excited today, but it's really great to see this. He could have shut down this whole movement just like that yesterday, but he didn't. He didn't do it. There was a quote, though, that I didn't catch in this uh, video. There was another video, but he talks about how if this if America falls, the world will fall. And when he said that, of course, it triggered some memories with some previous Q drops from our, from my memory. And here it is from 2039. If America falls, the world falls. Where we go one, we go all. We the people from sea to shining sea. Let freedom ring, patriots. It is your time. If America falls, the world falls. United we stand. God bless you all. And again, this was from Q+. If it wasn't from Q, it was Q+, which we know is the president. What are the odds? What are the odds? And that's not the only drop that that occurred in. I'm just bringing it up for more context and to what was going on here. But of course, but of course, we were looking out to the liberal media. All you have to do is go into uh, Twitter, find some big lefty accounts, and then just just follow the quotes. Follow all the comments in the comment section and see what the reaction is to get a feel for what it was. And it was an absolute clown show. And this is just one of them from Kyle Griffin. Trump refuses to denounce one of the most toxic and dangerous conspiracies in America. He embraces QAnon's support for him. He was told part of their belief system, and he didn't reject it. This is the leader of the Republican Party, and we saw this all over social media. This person here, Curious uh, Camo, got a bunch of screenshots of what was being seen on Twitter yesterday. The president of the United States is attacking a Goodyear tire and rubber company and defending QAnon. We'll get into Goodyear later. This one here. Jake Tapper, the deranged QAnon conspiracy theory poses a potential domestic terrorism threat, which it never has. Combating terrorism center at West Point, it's public security threat, potential domestic terror threat. Trump, these are people that love our country. Trump, this is again, that's the one I just read from Kyle Griffin. Ben Collins, if anyone is looking for a good QAnon explainer, go to Amazon.com. Type in paint thinner, wait two days, unpack it, then just hang around the fumes for a while and write down the dumbest ideas that come to you before you pass out. And there's a whole bunch of them. It goes on. It goes on. And we saw the meltdown. And the media does not doesn't know what to do with this. But for them right now, this is something that they're just going to use. It's been used for a long time. And it's it's the worst it's ever been since I've been in this movement now, going on almost two years. And I've never I've never seen a reaction this like this much all at once. But again, this this is coming. The cue is it's it's undeniable at this point how far it's gone. It's in it's mainstream now. It's mainstream. And, and when I see images like this yesterday, this is Fox News. Trump, QAnon people love our country. Remember, that's what he said. He's like, from what I know, these people love our country. And for somebody that said he doesn't know a lot about him. Well, if that's a lot about us, if that's the case which we know isn't the case, but if that was the case, who are the people around him that are telling him what this is all about? It's a great time, ladies and gentlemen, to feel invigorated, to feel patriotism. Trump could have squashed everything yesterday if he wanted to, but he didn't. He didn't do it at all, and it was so great to see. And it wasn't just Trump now being asked these questions. We saw Kaylee. 
Kaylee McKinney, the press secretary, again, this was just today, and Fox News was badgering her today about it. And again, Fox News is no better than any of these other outlets. They have some good talking heads, but not much. They are just part. They are just as big of a part of the problem as all the other ones. Um, they just like. To, I feel like Fox likes to play the middle ground, and they still shill for all the people that we can't stand. So. Uh, this is also from Methods Today. Meanwhile, Fox News, this came out at 9.40 this morning. Take a watch. Asking the question, what is QAnon? Uh, it describes it as a right-wing group that believes President Trump is under assault by Satan worshipers, has made its way from social media into U.S. politics. Forbes says to, as of today, uh, the president has retweeted four congressional candidates who have promoted their conspiracy theory. Ari Fleischer this morning saying that the president would be better off denouncing QAnon. They're a bunch of wackadoodles. Both parties have nutty fringe groups. The USA does best when leaders in both parties can keep the sentiments of those people on the fringes. Is the president supporting this conspiracy theory? No, what the president is doing is working for the American people. The media talks a lot about this so-called QAnon. I've never heard the president mention it. I talk to him oftentimes 10 times a day. Not once have I heard him mention this group. Um, the media talks about it and asks about it, but this president's focused on um, a pandemic that he's navigating a historic response for, um, a V-shaped recovery as the economy gets back to work. Uh, the media can focus on QAnon, but this president's but focused on the But just to be clear, American Kaylee, people. he was asked about it yesterday. He said he has heard about the online conspiracy theorists. Uh, his words were he has heard about them and that they are people that love our country. It was puzzling to many people. He's talking about his supporters. He believes his supporters are good, hardworking people that love this country. Um, he's not in the business of basket of deplorable politics. He doesn't talk about Does he want he the support of it. that group? He doesn't even, he has not at all looked into who QAnon is. Again, we're in the middle of a global pandemic that he's navigating a historic response for, an economic recovery. He's focused squarely on the American people, not some group on the internet um, or out there that the media tends to focus on far more than we believe is merited. <laughs> oh, it's good. And guys, I'm laughing only because I don't get any of the vibes that they are casting negative light onto QAnon at all. And Kaylee certainly did not. She's putting this back on the media again, which is totally fine. Totally fine. I understand the whole keep everything with Q at arm's length for their for Trump campaign right now. They're trying to win in a re-election, and I hope you guys understand that. But it was just so awesome to see how much coverage now this QAnon is now getting. And Q said this was going to happen a long time ago. They said it in the older drops, and they've been saying it since they've been, that it's going to become undeniable at some point. That the the media is not going; they can't help but talk about this now. And now with the with everything just getting really, really ramped up for the uh, the elections here, we're gonna have to see what happens. We're gonna have to see what happens. But this isn't going away. So, in response to all this, because I felt like yesterday was a day to celebrate and also a day to mourn uh, Facebook accounts. Because as this was happening and as I was finishing up my show at methods yesterday, I went to check my phone like I normally do. And I noticed I have a million messages on my phone saying, what happened to your Facebook page? Your personal page is gone. Your woke society's Facebook page is gone. It's just gone. And I go and look, pull up my phone and I find my account's been disabled. No warning, no email. And I get a message saying that I was inciting violence and I broke community guidelines to the point where I didn't deserve a strike. I deserved my entire account and my personal account to completely be erased. 
And they give you an option on Facebook to download a file of all your pictures. I have pictures from when I was back in high school. I have videos of when, with my bandmates. I had a whole collection of everything on Facebook because I never thought my personal profile would be attacked. They took out my, my, my business page for Woke Societies, which had almost 8,000 people on it that I, that I built from the ground up, just like everything else I've done. Gone. And I went to go download the file for my personal stuff. And after it was done downloading, all the files and folders say no information found. So they scrubbed all my personal uh, photos of my son, my family videos, all my connections that I had with, uh, with friend, old friends, old family members, everything gone. And I was feeling pretty down for a good part of the day after that. And I know a lot of anons out there, they don't like Facebook, but that's not even the point. That's not the point at all. It was something I used for this channel to help it, market it, and all that good stuff. And at the same time, they went after my personal stuff. They completely erased it. And it wasn't just me. Breaking 911 said yesterday, Facebook bans 900 pages and groups and 1,500 ads tied to QAnon. 10,000 plus Instagram pages also affected. And of course, as this was happening, New York Times was all over it because they're they're spearheading this whole entire campaign against QAnon. They have been for a long time saying Facebook removed 790 QAnon groups to fight conspiracy theory and 1,950 groups, 440 pages on Facebook and more than 10,000 accounts on Instagram related. And I was one of them. So I don't know what Facebook's problem is. They can take down my page and of all the things that I could afford for that to be taken down was Facebook. But you took my personal stuff. Pictures of my son, videos of my son, videos with my family. And you erase that. Totally gone. I won't ever be able to get those back. That's 12, 13 years plus of memories since I joined Facebook. So many things were on that and I can never get it back now. Because I'm literally fighting against these these people for having a different opinion and I was labeled as inciting violence on my page which broke community guidelines I have never once in any post any video I've ever made incited violence ever and this is happening to thousands of people it happened to my buddy Sean thinking Anon all of his pages for the most part are all gone as well a lot of this affected a lot of people, a lot of people. And it's not a surprise because we got the news yesterday from Facebook, an update to how we address movements and organizations tied to violence. This was also in the email. Today, we are taking action against Facebook pages, groups and Instagram accounts tied to offline anarchist groups that support violent acts amidst protests, U.S. based militia organizations and QAnon. Do you see the balls on these people while Antifa and Black Lives Matter are out there burning down buildings. And you know what you see Trump supporters doing? You see Trump supporters having boat parades and normal parades and trucks, people getting their trucks together, whatever it is. And they're not destroying anything. They're not burning anything down. They are supporting a president and somebody that they want to keep in office. And you know what the Democrats are doing? They're allowing all these other people, these real anarchists, to burn things down. And social media allows them to keep their accounts. They're still on Twitter. They're still on Facebook. Pedophiles are still allowed on all these networks. But, you know, people that care and love this country, and you heard it from Trump himself, that's what he said himself. These people that he knows of love this country, 
we're the ones being painted as the problem, the ones inciting violence. I will never stop, Patriots. I will never stop doing what I'm doing. I left my job to do this full time because I felt it was so important to do this. And this was a personal attack on me. I wouldn't have been as mad about the the Woke Society's page, but you took my personal page down. These people hate us. They hate us. And on November 3rd, we're going to give them the biggest middle finger that we can possibly give them and and this minority. We are not the minority, people. We are the silenced majority. And we're going to give the middle finger to big tech, to the Dems, to the left, to all these people on November 3rd. And this, this is going to be rectified at some point. And I hope to God there's going to be avenues to bring up lawsuits against these people. Class action lawsuits. Please open the door for that because I want these people. I, I, I need, there has to be some kind of retribution for all this. So we'll have to see what happens. But that was part of it. That was part of it. So just transitioning gears here real quick. Because the convention is still going on for the Democrats. And for anyone that was watching, I hope most people I know weren't watching this. President Obama said, had something to say about Trump. And of course he did. Because all it was, was it was all about Trump. Nothing about Joe Biden. And of course, everyone's going to say, oh, these are all pre-recorded. It doesn't matter. Even if they recorded live. Actually, this was live. This wasn't recorded. Let's take a watch and see what Obama had to say here. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That he might come to feel the weight of the office and discover some reverence for the democracy that had been placed in his care. But he never did. For close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work. No interest in putting in the work. This man destroyed our country for eight years, but yet Trump puts America first for everything. You that's just want to throw that out there. So this is this is the vibe of the convention yesterday. And now the last video I'm going to play before we jump into the uh, new Q drops that we have is the devil herself, Hillary Clinton, who still hasn't gotten over the fact that she lost the presidency four years ago. Take a watch. After the last election, I said we owe Donald Trump an open mind and the chance to lead. I meant it. Every president deserves that. And Trump came in with so much set up for him, a strong economy, plans for managing crises, including a pandemic. Yes, we Democrats would have disagreed with him on many things, but if he had put his own interests and ego aside, seen the humanity in a child ripped from her parents at the border, or a protester calling for justice, or a family wiped out by natural disaster, That would have been a good thing for America and the world. I wish Donald Trump knew how to be a president because America needs a president right now. Throughout this time of crisis, Americans keep going, checking on neighbors, showing up to jobs as first responders, hospitals, grocery stores, nursing homes. Yes, it still takes a village. And we need leaders equal to this moment of sacrifice and service. Absolutely disgusting. I wish Donald Trump knew how to be a president, which is absolutely hilarious because if she were to ask her her uh, her husband, Bill Clinton, how to be a president, 
why don't we answer the fact that why did Bill even have a stage on the DNC convention when he was witnessed on pedophile island with two underage girls? Hmm. 26 times the island. But she wishes Donald Trump knew how to be a president. Enough said about that. Let's get into the Q drops because I'm going to lose my mind. So I haven't been on the Q boards um, on this channel for a while for good reason, but there were some big things that were dropped yesterday. 4622, why is everything Q being censored, banned, and attacked? Ask yourself a very simple question. This happened right after the news of the Facebook thing broke. Why is everything REQ being censored, banned, and attacked? When do you expend ammunition and resources are in the kill box? And basically this is saying everything is on the line now. So they're going to expend all ammunition. And I think the worst is still to come, in my honest opinion. 4623. Now this is where things get interesting. Ghislaine Maxwell piloted submarines and helicopters ferrying high profile guests to Epstein Island. The drop reads, Epstein Island, who owns the surrounding islands? Close proximity, unique skill sets of Maxwell. Submarine pilot. That's unusual. Helicopter pilot. What benefit might that serve? And they link a, Q, uh, a YouTube video here. And the audio is not fant- it's not that good. So I'm going to play it. You only need to hear the first 45 seconds. Let's take a watch here. On the stage here, we have Glenn Maxwell, founder and president of the Terramar Project, a nonprofit whose mission is to create a global ocean community to protect and promote sustainable development of the ocean. Ghislaine is easily one of the smartest, most fascinating people I've ever met. This is proven by the fact that she holds a bachelor's and master's degree from Oxford University, is a private helicopter pilot, a trained EMT, a qualified ROV, which I had to look up what that was, and a deep worker submarine pilot, in addition to being fluent in four languages. This is what I had written down before I realized that she spoke at the UN nine times since the last time I saw her. So with that, I'd like to welcome Ghislaine Maxwell. And there she is. And then she goes on with her speech. But the most important thing there is that was solid sauce here talking about how Ghislaine Maxwell knows how to pilot a submarine, a helicopter. Where the hell would she get that kind of experience from if she wasn't deeply connected with military assets that were most likely foreign? I'm not going to say the word because most of you know who she is linked to who Epstein was linked to, who her father was linked to. So what I did was, before I show, uh, show the article here, this island that, the, that Q is referring to, when he's talking about Epstein Island, who owns the surrounding islands close proximity? Well, we have an article here from early January, 4624, Biden family slash lobbyists own land on Water Island, Tiny Island, neighboring Epstein Island. Wow. Now I'm going to pull up the map here. What I want you guys to see here, this right here is Little St. James. Epstein's Island is right over here. Now, Water Island is right here. And you can see it on my screen when I clicked it. Water Island is right here. And this is about 12 uh, uh, kilometers away. It definitely is some distance, but they are neighboring islands. And you can see here that there's not anything in the way. It would be a very, it's it's a straight shot all the way to Epstein Island on the map here. It's not that far. It's not that far. So 
Bill Clinton was stupid enough to go on the, on the Lolita Express and put his name in a log. But guess what? Guess what? Ghislaine Maxwell also knew how to ride and pilot a submarine. So who knows how many times that happened? But guess what? If you're piloting submarines, you're definitely hiding something. And you can go and hide under the water and nobody will be able to see you unless somebody was actually looking for you. But you can see the map. And it gets crazy from here. We're going to go to the Politico article that Q linked here. Lobbyists brought tropical land from Biden's brother. Scott Green, a lobbyist with close ties to Joe Biden, purchased Virgin Islands property from James Biden and then extended him a private mortgage. So look at this. In 2005, Joe Biden's brother bought an acre of land with excellent ocean views on a remote island in the Caribbean for $150,000. He divided it into three parcels, and the next year, a lobbyist close to the Delaware senator uh, senator bought one of the parcels for what had been the cost of the entire property. Later, the lobbyist gave Biden's brother a mortgage loan on the remaining parcels. The Virgin Islands land deal reported here for the first time furthers a pattern in which members of the Biden family have engaged in financial dealings with people with an interest in influencing the former vice president. In this case, a Biden staffer left the Senate in the early 90s to become a lobbyist. Both before and after the land transaction, his clients benefited from Biden's support and appropriations request. A firm the lobbyist co-founded, which features a testimonial from Biden praising his emotional investment in his work on his website, specializes in federal contracts for niche law enforcement and national security programs, which Biden long advocated. This is the weird part, ladies and gentlemen, the one part I want you to all understand. After the land deal, Joe Biden vacationed elsewhere on the tiny island, which once protected a nearby submarine base before it became a tropical getaway on at least three occasions. Now, there is a lot more to that article. You guys can go to QMAP.pub and find that article and read the rest of it. But as much as I want to cover on this today, which might require a longer dig on Water Island itself... And the people that were all, all the other people that were connected with this, it was once a submarine base. So I already had somewhat of an infrastructure for submarine activity on this island. And when you draw the connections here, when you find out Ghislaine Maxwell knew how to operate submarines, are you putting two and two together? And not only that, Disney Cruise Lines come through here. We all knew that was also part of this whole entire this whole entire operation that was being carried out. Are you putting two and two together yet? And Q is pointing this out to let people know what is going on here. So that's going to require probably another a, a deeper dig, but I want you guys to see the surface at least of what Q is pointing out to us and that there are some big names, including the Bidens, that are connected with Epstein here that they're pointing out. And I'm sure more information is going to come out on this as time goes on. 4625, panic in DC meme. We've seen this a bunch of times. Uh, Q has dropped this so many times, there's not really much to cover on that one. In 4626, the last drop that they reference here, fifth column, Q. And now I was trying to find out what this fifth column was. I've never heard of it before, but my buddy Hive was able to find something on it. And when you look up the definition of fifth column, a group within a country at war who are sympathetic to or working for its enemies. If that's not an indication of what we're already seeing in the country with Antifa and BLM or something in the future that's going to happen, which is what I'm expecting to happen, um, and it's going to get 
put at the feet of QAnon and the whole entire movement, and it's going to be painted as something that's terrible and just igniting the fire even more to cancel us out before this election. That is what I think it's going to happen. And Hive even wrote here, fifth column, Renegade Plus. And I honestly think it has something to do with this insurgency that was allowed to be built underneath Renegade, who we know that was Obama, have something to do with this. So it's very scary times right now as well. It's exciting times and scary times, so we have to keep our eyes out and keep focused. Other things I wanted to cover real quick because this whole entire, this is where we're going to leave leave off. What I'm seeing happen in this country is this whole entire other movement of diversity and this diversity training because of everything going on with BLM and stuff. And I have no problem with pointing out disgusting racism when when it pops its ugly head out. But now it's turning into literally our schools. It's... It's just, it's rampant. It's starting to come up everywhere. It's in jobs. It's in job training. And what did we see yesterday? If you guys didn't see yesterday, Goodyear pretty much blew themselves up with what they're, with what was released on, this was internal uh, training practices. And this is what came out and people are boycotting Goodyear. I will never go to Goodyear. I never bought Goodyear tires before. Well, take a look at this. Zero hedge. Goodyear. You turns on diversity after losing traction with conservatives. And the whole problem is, I'm going to go down here real quick to show you the original tweet. So somebody had taken a picture of the of zero tolerance. This was some kind of training um, for employees for Goodyear. And look, at, it's very blurry. I'll try to pull it up here. If it'll, okay. So it says acceptable. Black Lives Matter, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, pride. Unacceptable. Blue Lives Matter. All Lives Matter, MAGA attire, political affiliated slogans, or material. So this went viral yesterday. Went viral. And all Goodyear has been doing since this is saying that it does not reflect the practices for the entire company. This was one branch that was doing this. Blah, 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 blah. But this is an infestation, and that was probably just a small snapshot of what's going on all over the place. It's just the same thing when Facebook and Zuckerberg came out and said, oh, well, Trump, you know, we have so many employees. It's, you know, we can't keep track of everything that goes on. But we 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 promise we are not, this is stuff is not happening behind the scenes, and we're working our, on a way to root this out. Really. Really, with everything going on, they're rooting out the people that are calling out the most problematic problems in our country. It just happened to me yesterday. It happened to a hundred, thousands of people yesterday. All they're rooting out is anyone that does not agree with the establishment. Their narrative. Their policies. That's what's going on here. And then Trump tweeted this out. Don't buy Goodyear tires. They announced a ban on MAGA hats. Get better tires for far less. And because of this... Their entire stock plummeted, absolutely plummeted. And then they put out some BS statements saying Goodyear became the focus of a conversation that created some misconceptions about our policies and our company. Goodyear has always wholeheartedly supported both equality and law enforcement and will continue to do so. No, you wrote this because, again, this is what companies do, what people do when they get caught. And they didn't think they were going to get caught. And it wasn't it wasn't just for this for this little branch that they, they claimed it was because This came out today. Oh, no, this came out last night. Controversial Goodyear audio. New audio reveals why Topeka Goodyear said all lives matter, blue lives matter, and MAGA attire are unacceptable. Listen to this. 
pride on their face covering shirts or wristbands, that will be deemed approved because it complies with zero tolerance stands. However, if any associate... I'm just going to read it because it's the audio is terrible on this video. However, okay, let me go back real quick. Some people may wish to express their views on social justice or inequality or, or equity issues such as Black Lives Matter or LGBTQ pride on their face covering shirts or wristbands that will be deemed approved because it applies with zero tolerance stance. However, if any associate wears all blue White Lives Matter shirts or face coverings, that will not be appropriate. The rules now around what you can wear, let's try and comply with these so that, you know, everybody feels good in this factory. I want to make sure guys think about what we do. And he goes he goes on to and talk. It's, you guys get the point. You guys get the point. But the whole reason why I'm bringing this up is because we're seeing this whole diversity training and diversity crap all over the place. And my boy, um, my boy, the effing doctor, found this uh, petition out for a local school um, and it's actually it's parents requesting from the superintendent to have diversity training for students and employees and the teachers. And I'm going to show you guys what this was here because this is going to this is invading everywhere and why people who ever have kids need to pull their kids out of public school right away because it's currently they're, they're already cesspools. They're cesspools. It says, we, the alumni, current scholars, educators, and community members have read Superintendent Delmero's June 3rd letter, which outlines some increased engagement in issues related to anti-bias. And it goes on to say, we request that the superintendent and leaders of the district establish a district-wide culture of anti-racism, anti-bias, and here we are, social justice to be accomplished through the following five tenets, expansion of educated professional development, increased staff diversity, curriculum redesign and reform it's already shit so they're going to reform it even to even worse standards analysis of school discipline policies and civic engagement for scholars below are explanations of these tenants and suggested resources and it gives a list here it gives a list and it talks about things that black children are suspended more than white children Black children are more under stress because of, of this of rampant racism. And I'm sure that stuff happens in school, but they want to change everything and indoctrinate everybody and get kids to become their little social justice warriors and it's infiltrating schools. So this is what I'm saying and, and where I want to end off here because I want to remind everybody why we're doing this. And as a parent, Seeing the story about Netflix that came out and what they are pushing, this is the third time within the last three or four months that I've seen them try to sexualize children. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to find out right now. This is all over Twitter right now and all over the internet. Daily Caller, this is disgusting. How is this any way okay? They put out a video here called Cuties, and I have it here on screen. This is the description of the video. Amy, who is 11, becomes fascinated with a twerking dance crew, hoping to join them. She starts to explore her femininity, defying her family's traditions. And look at the picture. 11-year-olds, people. 11-year-olds. Imagine if this was your child. Look how they're standing, they're dressed, and it's called cuties about how 11-year-olds are finding their femininity. And defying family tradition. And 
This caught so much traction that it actually caused Netflix to put out a public response and look how pathetic their response was. We're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for McNannis' cuties. It was not okay, nor was it representative of this French film, which was, won an award at Sundance. We've now updated the pictures and description. Oh, um, why don't you just take it down? Take it down. They're justifying it because it won an award at the Sundance, fil uh, Sundance uh, Film Festival. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm not a big social justice warrior. I know people, you know, a lot of people use these outlets still just for boredom. There are some fun things to watch on these platforms. Me, myself, Netflix is done. They're done. Because people were messaging Netflix and talking to their chat boxes or whatever, and people were pissed. Someone wrote, this is a chat box, right? I don't, this wasn't a real person, but how does a movie sexualizing children get approved? Who signed off on this? And they go on and saying, we, don't, we understand that not all stories may appeal to all reviewers, which is why we always invest in a diverse range of content from all over the world. And they go on, do you support uh, pedophilia? Simple yes or no. We cannot really comment on that, but while we believe in creative freedom at Netflix, we respect all religions and their culture, traditions, and values. So this chat box... <clears throat> Pretty much just tied up religion and pedophilia in one sentence. And just seeing this, ladies and gentlemen, just seeing this, this tweet here wraps it up. Welcome to 2020, where somehow 4chan has higher moral standards than a multi-billion dollar company. And just to give you an idea, President, ex-President Obama and Michelle Obama have a huge holding and a huge um ownership of Netflix. So keep that in mind. And remember when that sh I showed you that clip on Tuesday night, remember when Michelle Obama was thanking and praising Harvey Weinstein as being such a great human being. Remember, patriots, why we are doing this. It's a reminder to me. It's a reminder to all of you out there why we are doing this. It is so more apparent in interfaces now than it has ever been and the trajectory where our species is going right now as a human species, we are on the right path. Things are super dark right now. People are still dealing with COVID, job problems, marriage problems, depression. So many things right now. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it no matter what happens. They can, they can erase us. We will always come back and we're going to win this fight. And we have a lot to look forward to and a lot to be happy about and a lot to celebrate with everything going on. But we have to keep our eye on the prize. This is not going to end when Trump gets reelected. It's not going to end. We are going to continue to expose these things and point out these narratives and do what we do best. And that is to tell the truth as best as we can. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Please go check out the YouTube. You're already here, but if you haven't liked it, if you're new here, like it, share it. Comment on it. Tell your friends and family we are the news now. We're at 100,000 subscribers, which is amazing. I love seeing that number. We're going we're going on to 200, so go check it out. If you guys want to check out my Patreon, that is where all my diehard fans go. Um, I have some really cool tiers on there for extra streams. Every week, I do a private stream with my patrons on with that. And you guys sign up for any of those. And of course, guys, please check out my store. It has all these awesome shirts, hoodies, hats to fund the media, 
all these really cool things. Again, glassware, the hats are really awesome, the cups, the coffee mugs, we have tank tops, v-necks, all these things for the ladies, men, all this really cool stuff. And remember, when you guys are buying from these stores, there's two local businesses that are supporting as well, and it's keeping them afloat during these hard times, and it's really appreciated. So on your way out, go check out the merch store, give it a look, and all that good stuff. So thank you guys for hanging out and on the podcast. Thank you guys for downloading my episode out there. I, I do notice you guys, you're all fantastic. So enjoy the rest of your Thursday. I'll be back on Saturday. No interview this week. Taking tomorrow off. I'll be on Saturday uh, to uh, bring you another new episode and see what the world's going to be like in two days. A lot of things can change. So stay safe, everybody. Please stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.